What do you think about that? It's good. I like it. So th- I found that. So that's uh, from my father's cigar. Okay. That's the the company that owns Yame Garcia and my father's and and everybody else like anybody under that that branch. Okay. Um, they do a really good job. You won't have that shitty taste in your mouth, and you won't smell like cigar smoke. Nice. It's amazing. You will smell like horse butthole. <laughs> no, you won't even smell like that. And I'm used to spending like $8 for a cigar, like the little shorty ones. That's basically, I think that's what the cost of that one was. Really? I'll say most, so. of, most of my cigars cost between 8 and 12 bucks. Gotcha. I bought it. That you can one get came good cigars a, at that price range if you know what mm-hmm. to get. If it's at a gas station, it's not. Right. <laughs> no, that came in a in a in a sample pack that I bought. I actually saw somebody at a gas station once buy the five pack of Owl cigars, <laughs> which come in different flavors, and they right. bought the grape. Yeah. And I was just like, you know what they were doing with that, right? Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, they I'm were like, putting but... it in Monica Lewinsky's pussy. Oh, jeez. Welcome to the Buckhorn Podcast. I am Martel, and with me is Randy and Corey. Yes. What's up, show guys? show number two. We are. Show number two. We're on your big back deck. Yeah, you're having a seat on my deck. Big old deck. I do have a huge deck. If you trim the shrubberies, your deck would look bigger. You know what? I actually, you, you mentioned that. I do need to trim. I actually want to take them out. We've talked about it. that before. I want to shave it. Trim it all down. I actually need to remove those. And Your deck is very smooth. It's a um, It's a hard deck little bit. It, it's got some rough points. It's ribbed. Oh, well, there's always going to be a it's, few bumps and veins. It's ribbed for your pleasure. Yeah, that'll happen. But I, I do need to take those trees out and re- either try to relocate them, which I tried and failed miserably. So they're pretty well rooted in. So I'm probably just going to have to cut them down, dig them out, and put in some shrubs. Shrubberies. Shrubberies. <laughs> Corey got it. Yep. Great movie. Oh, it's dude. I, actually, I might go watch that today now just because we said that. I haven't seen it in a while, and it's one of my all-time favorites. So me and Mandy went to the uh, we went to the 690-mile yard sale that's happened down happens from Michigan down to what? Alabama. That's I've a thing. Never yeah. heard of that. I've yeah. never heard of this. Yeah, it goes down. It's been going on for 35 years, but it's, it happens this Continuously? weekend. Continuously? No, it's, it's oh. this weekend. <laughs> it's never it's ended. This, it's it never ending. Shit doesn't end. So negative, negative Nelly. Yeah. Fucking nine degrees outside. Yeah, they're out there. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a blizzard in Michigan and. Tsunami in Florida, yep. or Alabama, whatever. Alabama's underwater from flooding. We went and we were walking around in Salina and Salina. These two, yes, that's, that's, where that's the, a town not often mentioned on podcasts. Right. That, that was one of their major, major spots. They had like 40 vendors set up there God selling damn. their stuff. So it was real easy to walk around. And these kids walked up to this guy who was selling golf clubs. And he was talking about Caddyshack and they had no clue what he was talking about. Oh, and then he, then he went into Spaceballs and they had no clue what Spaceballs was. I shared a Spaceballs meme on Facebook before I left today. Right. Uh, I, I love, love those movies. I love with, not on Facebook, but it was a uh, it was it was one of those. Yeah, he is. It was one of those for the thing is called the plaid. <laughs> nice. <laughs> he went to plaid. Yeah, his his the 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 new like Teslas that he released. They're called like the the three plaid or whatever. Right. That's because of Spaceballs. They're faster. Spaceballs gone to plaid. Yeah, that's they're, awesome. They're faster than his his normal um his his normal like Series Three. But I didn't realize. I knew they made a lot of horsepower. Those cars are 1,100 horsepower. Good oh, Lord. yeah. No, I saw that. That's insane. That's fucking. A, I didn't I, realize I had that much power to them. I, I thought. I knew they were like 800. But no, they're like 1,100 yeah. horsepower. Jeez. It's I ridiculous. saw that. The other day I was reading about it. But the meme says for every masterpiece that has a cover shot of Spaceballs, 
It says has a cheap copy, and it's Star Wars. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Uh, oh, I so love it. Spaceball. Do you like Star Wars better than Spaceballs? I got a Stormtrooper tattooed oh, on me, dude. <laughs> I was going to say, look at him. Fucking nerd. Oh, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> I no, never got actually, into Star Wars. The, the whole Spaceballs thing, they, in order for Mel Brooks to do that, they had to agree to not sell so, merch. any merchandise. Yeah. So all the merchandise yeah, about that, that is in the movie is the merchandise they had created, and then they made fun of it. That's awesome. By yeah. putting it in the movie. That's the kind of stuff I like, you know? Like, I, I don't know. Anyway. You don't like mainstream. You like parody. Um, I would say most of the time, That's but not always, yeah. pretty accurate. Yeah. That's an accurate That's statement. fairly accurate. You don't like Star Trek. You don't like Star Wars. Nope. You don't like Harry Potter. Nope. Never seen a single minute of Harry Potter or, or read a word. But you watched Harry's Potter on porn, t- uh, porn that was, the other day. That was Harry Pooter. Yeah, well, Harry Pooter. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's, one of my, that's in my top five. Right. Um, space Balls. And Shaving Ryan's Privates. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a classic. <laughs> Four hours of nonstop fun. I actually just watched that Shaving Ryan's went dark. I, I was yeah. <laughs> he was very hairy. Actually, they, got, they got the Clippers after a while. Actually, just watched uh, Saving Private Ryan. I'd slow down, make sure I said the right thing. So much. Sorry, just smoke it. Okay, <laughs> it's not a cigarette. Are you ass shaming right now? I am. In 2022, I am. Typical Martell. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of, so we actually have a bottle that I want to open that Corey brought. Uh, thank from, you again. It is from Troy. You're welcome. From Troy? Yeah. Troy, Ohio. It's from Troy, uh, Troy, Ohio. A distillery in Troy, Ohio. Which is 40 minutes from my house. So I've been to Troy, Ohio. We actually have one of our bases is in Troy. Okay. It's not used. I've been told since I started with this company three plus years ago, they don't, were going to shut it down. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and it's the Army, so it's still not shut down. It's right. Not shut down. Nobody works there. We right, have to call have to and make sure somebody's there. Yeah. They have people there like once a year. So there's your tax dollars. Yeah, there we yeah. go. Well, I'm, not, I'm awesome. fine with that. So I've already taken the plastic wrapper off, and Corey's already told me to open it. So, so let's get the cork pop. Ooh, oh, that was a good one. Nice. That was, that was a, good a good one. one. I like that. All right, so Corey, tell us about this bottle. I like the I like the bottle. Yeah, it's a good I, bottle. Um, good looking bottle. Corey, so, do you know anything about this bottle? Not really. <laughs> nope not not a single thing. Other than awesome. Tell us about when, it. When when Martel asked me to come down for the show, that I wanted to find a local distillery. And that's as close as, as close as I could find to my house. So, mad respect. They, they do. Uh, what I did read is that on Saturdays from three, from twelve to three, they do open up. And you can go buy their special blend that they have. They only sell on Saturdays. So, Ooh. but I found this at our local liquor store. So, now, and this is distributed by. So OHLQ. you didn't go to you didn't go to Troy for this then? No, it was it was in Sydney. There, so this is, it's a rye. It's by Hayner, Hayner Distilling Company. This is a Blended, a blend of straight rye, straight rye, straight rye whiskeys, out of Troy, and the distillery was established in 1866. Really, 46 percent. That's in what Troy, it Ohio. It's yeah. what it says on the bottle. I can't. Now, I'm not going to dispute. By our center facts. in Troy, literally right behind, our, our center sits behind a big liquor store. That when I do get out there, I used to go mm-hmm. out there once a month, uh, but when I do get out there. They usually have a good selection. Um, if you get there on a Thursday, especially, that's their shipping day. Right. That's where I've been able to find Buffalo Trace, Weller when you couldn't find anywhere else. So that's it's interesting. I've never heard of this, and I've been to that liquor store 
a dozen times. You may have over just overlooked it. I so, might have. So this just says, great whiskeys have a story to tell. Our story begins in 1866 when Lewis Hainer opened the Hainer Distilling in Troy, Ohio. The distillery quickly grew to the largest mail-order distillery business in America. Can you still order mails there? Yes. Uh, mm, Hainer's smooth-sipping whiskey was preferred... Uh, de- the was the preferred drink delivered to doorsteps all across the country. The story continues today with hand-picked barrels blended in small batches that create the whiskey worthy of the Hainer name. You can serve it neat on the rocks or part of your favorite cocktail, Hainer whiskey. It always delivers. A portion of all sales are donated to Friends of Hainer to support the Hainer, Troy Hainer Cultural Center. Is that a thing in Troy? Yes. Okay. I was say, that's kind of interesting. Now I'm intrigued about the cultural center, too. Right, right. So this also is the John Barleycorn Award 2021 Double Gold winner. It's Double Society Gold? Society of Spirits. Wow. I, okay. So high expect. How much was this bottle? $55. Fair. So it's, a, yeah. it's, I mean, that's, the, it, it's your run-of-the-mill price, price yeah. range. We've Your we've average. had our we've had our more expensive we liked right we've had cheaper than that we liked but that's pretty average and this was bottled on October fifth of twenty twenty one. I have high expectations based just on the label description. It's a good looking bottle. I it love the good, bottle. It's a good looking bottle. Um, it just says bottled by Hainer Distilling Importing Inc. Troy, Ohio. But I do not see. You haven't taken any pictures, by the way. You should probably. I will. Uh, but I, I'm looking for. The, um, you know how they're, they're like a product of Indiana or product of Michigan, product of right. whatever. There is no location so is it, identification on So the maybe it's truly distilled and aged in Troy, Ohio? It could be. We'll have to, yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I'm part of that. They, they have a really good Instagram page, too, so. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. I will grab a photo of I that. I love that you, you thought to get, you brought something from out of state that you can't get in Ohio and a local. No, it's local. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So our last episode yeah. was two bitch out of Nevada. Right. And then you got this uh, local one. I'm intrigued. I Yes, take that picture right there. <laughs> right in the crotch. Right in your junk. Mm, good shot. It's my favorite. I hate those shots. When guys post those photos like, oh, I got this bottle of Buffalo Trace, and it's like their dick. <laughs> yeah. Instead <laughs> that, of that was meant to be posted. With, well, quick one on Chatterbait to look for bourbon. No. Right. And actually, uh, someone posted the other day. They're one of the. I'm done with fucking Boko, by the way. I thought you were done with them a year ago. I, well, I was. I haven't I, followed them. I haven't followed them forever ago and have not been back. I, I typically just don't leave a group. I will unfollow them first. I'm fucking done with that place. Holy shit, I have never seen a Facebook group that is. We got this. I got this for sale. I got this for sale. I got this for sale. I don't You know what? I don't I don't give a fuck if anybody from Facebook's listening to this and closes down that goddamn group. Fuck all of you on there. I don't know why shit. we don't have more listeners. I don't know, because I don't post on Boca that we <laughs> talk about whiskey. <laughs> That's Bourbon, Ohio, Bourbon of Central, Central Ohio. Fuck them. Fuck them all. I'm tired, of, I'm tired of seeing bottles of Weller 12 go for $200. My, my only $40 bottle. My only interaction with anybody from Boca that I don't know was somebody put up Angel is Envy uh, Rye for sale. For $700. Nope. For retail. No tax. That's a, that's impressive. And I bought that. Because they were like, hey, I'm Ooh. just trying to unload some stuff. Here's rye. So I uh, bought it. Cause Smell that. Smell that. Ooh. You want something that's going to 
singe the nose hairs. It doesn't singe mine. I like that. I like it. I'm not saying it's bad. Oh, okay, okay. I I'm thought you were saying it was it, like Bernie. It It is very, it has a. What proof of, are we at? Oh, it doesn't smell real hot. I didn't think you said the proof. 45%. Okay. So it's, not, it's not hot. but 90 it's, proof. It has that, that rye nasal burn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the peppery. Yes. Yeah. I think it smells great. Oh. Hey, guys, guess what? You know, if you would like to keep that, you can keep that. I can get more. I think I might. <laughs> you meant for the show, right? And or. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> Like Martel wouldn't drink it without me right. anyway. Woo. Ooh. Ooh, I like it. For a rye. Wow. That, that is, is good. Silky smooth. Phenomenal. There now I'm getting the burn in the chest that I like. Yep. I don't get the burn in the chest. I get it right at oh, the side I, of the tongue. Yep. That's right. I, I got it in mine. the middle of the tongue. Mm. Right right in the big old meaty fat part of my tongue. <laughs> you just described you. The part that Beth likes. <laughs> wow. I hope she doesn't listen to this. Jesus, I hope your mom's I'm listening. so gonna tag her in this. That's fine. I don't I mean <laughs> Mm. Trust me, I, I say it in person right. all day, every day. So I'm no different off the air than I am on. My wife is not surprised by anything I ever say. I think I swear show. way more off the air than on. But other than that, it's pretty much You've the same person. You said fuck once on the show in three years. I know, and you tricked me. I Four did. years. <laughs> it's been awesome. Tricked me into it. This is... <laughs> so I'm well, I'm glad I took a chance. I actually sent him a picture of it earlier this week. I said, ever had? And he's like, never heard of it. Never heard of never. it. Never. Yep. Well, well, that's what I'm getting then. This is... This is good. I'm still, I've taken one sip and I'm still getting good yeah. tongue feel, yeah. flavor. It yeah. repeats on itself. It's good. Yeah. Like it's it's very good. The it's just very good. on it is buttery. Yeah. yeah. Very. Um, It is very, like it is peppery, just like a rye should be. Right. It has the proper amount of burn. Absolutely. Like it's not, it's not overly like, or, or, or underwhelming. It no. is like the proper amount of rye burn yes. that, that you want, and, that, and it lingers. If you like any rye whiskey, this is almost up there with Righteous to Ooh. me. Pretty close. It's close. I don't know that I would put it up there. Righteous was something special. No, I'm saying if Righteous is number one, this is like, hey, we're here too. This is really good. You like, know? I would put this. like. Also, this is half the price of Righteous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like the Elijah Craig rye is really good. Yeah. It is like that's like one of my go tos. Like if I'm gonna have a rye, I'm just gonna go ahead and grab a bottle of Elijah Craig rye. Which is, that's a good one that's cheap and readily available. Right. right. It's like what twenty eight a bottle, I think. Maybe. Maybe yeah. thirty two. Okay. I, I don't. I don't it's in that range. It's, it's it's somewhere in that range. It's not it's not crazy. This is right there with that. Like this will make a fantastic. Anything. Old fashioned. Yeah. This is great. Neat. I don't have any more ice. I don't feel like going inside, so I'm not gonna have. It on the rocks. I may throw some water in it to see what it does. I'm swirling mine on the rocks now because I'm but excited. This is this is really really good. I'm glad I, I took love. It. Glad uh, I yeah, took a chance on it. I'm glad oh. you took a chance. I like taking a chance on the oh. bottle. Like we had the one bottle was out of Gehanna that was just awful. Which one was that? I don't remember the name of it because it was it wasn't good. I kept the bottle so that I won't buy it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so you kept so you won't buy. Yeah, it's one that it just sits there so I, that I won't buy it again. It's almost like, and I, I don't want a dog on Catoctin Creek, but that second bottle <laughs> like we had, you did with it Mo? just went bad. Yeah. This on the rocks, yeah, don't go get more ice because it gets dangerous. Oh, I'm sure. But I'm not, I just, well, one, I'm just Ooh, being lazy. 
That's good on the ice. It's really good on yeah, the rocks. Really, really good. I bet it's good with water, too. Which is we'll just throw some cold water Just warm ice. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. I'm assuming water is going to open that up for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Let's that's... rate this right off the bat. Rate it. What do you give it, Corey? Three. I'm at, a, I'm at a, usually a two and a half on this. I'm at a three. I say if you can get this Hainer straight wa- rye whiskey uh, from here in Ohio, apparently. It's here in Ohio. It's an Ohio. It's a uh, local. Which Troy, Ohio is one of those cities that nobody's ever heard of for good reason. Right. There's, it's, there's, it's there's, I mean, it's, it's a bigger quote unquote town, not a big city like Columbus right. or Cincinnati. It's or a bigger Dayton town. Family. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, 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 it's a little bit north of Dayton, about a half hour or so north yeah. of Dayton. Um, I've been there several times. I've never heard right of this. On 75. Yep. Yep. You're going to go north past Big Butter Jesus through Dayton. <laughs> yep. Hit Troy. Yeah. Um, this is really good. I like, I, I say it's a three. I say get it. If you can, if you oh, see I, this, get yeah. it. Absolutely. Pick this up. This is great. I like being able to find stuff that I know that dude hasn't done yet. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. Oh, yeah. Because he sticks to the main shit that just comes out of Kentucky. Uh, I mean, he's. For the most part. He's doing it all for the gram. I'm doing it all for the nookie. <laughs> you can take that cookie. Mm, cookies. Stick it mm, up. Snickerdoodles. Yeah. <sighs> like Limp Biscuit. I'm still a Limp Biscuit fan after all these I am years. too. I know you're going to give me that hat, and then you're like, I can't give him my Fred Durst autographed hat. It's a Fred Durst autographed <laughs> hat. You literally had it out ready for me. You're like, I, I'm I can't, can't, not can't doing do it. I'm <laughs> not doing it. I'm not giving it to you. I would never have worn that either. I would have just hung it up in my man cave and been like, all my Buckeyes, my, my Meadowlark Lemon autographed basketball, famous historical yep. globetrotter all my buckeye autographs mike nugent tony hawk tony hawk this goes great <laughs> with a cigar too yeah it oh it's fantastic it matches right. perfectly this i'm going to look i'm actively going to seek a bottle of this for myself you should uh it's very good so well done Corey. thank you yeah, with the surprise uh taking a risk yeah so they, they have a straight bourbon as well, so I may have oh, to try cool. to see if I can find that as well. Like, yeah, this is, this is good. That 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 can't be bad, no. right? You would think. I mean, so all right. So as we're sitting here smoking cigars and drinking whiskey, oh, it doesn't go so good with a good cigar. <laughs> Corey had Corey had some questions. Uh oh. Around fitnessy things. So I'm going to put you on the spot, Corey. Okay. What are your questions? So. He, he, Kind of give you the backstory. You can give me all the backstories. I'll, I'll give all the backstory. My son um, was born 14 years ago with a heart problem. Okay. Um, Martell's known me just about almost that all, about that time, but yeah. a little bit less than that. But even when I pulled up today, he's like, "You are a lot bigger than what you used to be," and I agree with that. I'm, Aren't we all except I'm Martell? Eas- I'm easily about 240. I'm not gonna lie. That's about where I'm at. I remember I'm all cream. stomach though. I'm, I'm not. I don't have fat arms. Right. I don't have big legs. I'm just, I'm all stomach. Right. So I know it's, I have horrible eating habits. I know that's exactly what it is. And I drink Pepsi like it's going out of style, which I've slowly started backing off on. So I'm starting to get myself back into the, the swing of not drinking that crap. Okay. Um, I just need a little bit of help of maybe setting up a plan to get me so I can start losing the stomach a little bit. Okay. You want to get rid of the gut? Yep. Yeah. Step so, one, cut pop out. I, I, I yes. come from a long line of big guys anyway. My grandfather was a big guy. My dad, um, I hope I never lose him. I know it's eventually that, you know, I will. Yeah. He will. It, it, it will happen. Yeah. But he's kind of a bigger guy, too, and he's he's trying to cut back on his stuff. And okay. He's gone kind of the 
all protein kind of cutting out a lot of the crap they don't eat sugar and stuff at his house anymore and all that stuff which right. is kind of what i'm kind of modeling what i'm doing after but i just need a little bit more help as okay. far as getting to that point so. so here here's what i would suggest and this is by no means professional right. health advice it is my suggestion um knock the soda off right now i drink soda um i don't isn't that weird and right because when you look at me and look at martel and said who drinks pop at all I, Nobody I, would pick you over me. But I don't drink it daily. Like, it's right. maybe once a week or as a mixed drink. Right. Um, so I don't I don't drink soda. And if I do, and if you if you need to drink soda, it's going to hit you in the pocket. Switch to Zevia. Okay. Zevia is more of a zero sugar, zero calorie, no, no caramels, no dyes. Right. Everything and they have is clear. It's okay. a lot better, too, than a lot of the artificial sweeteners out there that are in the quote-unquote diet pops. Right. Yes. So I would say, and if you like, if you're a Pepsi guy, mm-hmm. switch to their cola. Okay. Actually, I may have one here that I can give you. You can okay. just take it with you and try it. Um, it may be cherry. But either That's way, fine. it may be a cherry cola. Either way, I'll give you, I, I think I have one. You can take it with you and try it and see if you like it. Um, their cream root beer. It's almost. See, like I'm a, a big root beer guy. so It's almost like a cream soda. Okay. Absolutely. Good. Pick that up. Okay. If you like Dr. Pepper, they have a Dr. Zevia. Okay. Fantastic. Um, other than that, I haven't had any of their other ones other than their cola, their cherry cola. Their, their, they have a ginger root beer I'm not a huge fan of. Okay. Um, but their cream root beer is fantastic. So you can buy, like, the six packs and then try which ones you like. Right. If you have to have, if you need that fizz. Right. Which is what I think I'm addicted to. Okay. If fizz. you need that fizz, switch to that. Okay. That'll help tremendously because then you're not taking in all the sugar. Right. Two... Eating out. Right. I know a lot of, I know it's convenient. <laughs> I know it's super convenient to pe- for people to eat out. Well, yeah. Well, Especially since we just moved and we're getting our, our house set up and stuff, it was super easy for us. Like, oh, let's go try this restaurant. We haven't tried this one yet in town. But it's so. easy to eat out when she's just laying there naked. And Wow. See, this is what I'm talking You've about. You've listened to every episode. Don't act oh, like this is well, new to you. <laughs> here, here, here's, here's the kick in the nuts for that. Our house built in 1935 we're deficient one door in the house and guess where that door is shut up our bedroom door i would be that would have been one of the I'm first so upgrades right i would that make that would be the one thing that i would i'd reframe oh yeah. oh i would definitely i don't care if you got to do barn door right. style something something in, yeah. in a lot and it's, of sound it's a, deadening and it's a big door too it's like 34 by 84 martel needs sound is, deadening for it's him it's a barn door yeah so it's so, huge so eating out Right. Here's my stance on eating out. I do not, so I I do, we do go out and we do grab fast food. Right. Occasionally. Now, the, I only eat Chick-fil-A, Taco Bell, or pizza. Which I had Chick-fil-A on the way here. I, I love Chick-fil-A. Chick- Chick-fil-A is amazing. Yes. I will not tell That's you not favorite. to eat Chick-fil-A. Right. I will not tell Especially you Especially if you go grilled. Out. I get their grilled t- uh, tenders or oh, whatever. No, if I'm doing Chick-fil-A, I'm getting the fucking fried The fried. Oh, yeah, I, mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I do it all. But, I do it all. I'll eat anything from Chick-fil-A. So the, but what I would say is try to knock it down to once a week. Right. Now, unfortunately, for Taco Bell, I have not had Taco Bell since the beginning of COVID. So I haven't had Taco Bell in almost two and a half years. Wow. Um, so I don't know how my body would react to Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. But I do eat Chick-fil-A. We need to find out. I, I don't consider Chipotle to be fast food. Right. It is, yes, they do make it in front of you and it would be considered fast food. But I do not consider yeah, Chipotle but it's, to be fast food. I was going to say, it's not things, patties that were made three months ago, frozen, frozen and, and flash right. frozen, full of preservatives. Right. 
I, like if brain. you leave if you leave Chipotle out for a year, it will rot. Yeah, it'll go bad. So it's not like McDonald's. No, it's not like McDonald's. Um, there was a time where I would eat Wendy's, but I quit eating Wendy's. Okay. So I do not eat any fast food other than Chip- Chipotle, Chick Fil A, and Taco Bell's on the list. But I haven't had Taco Bell in God knows how long. Right. There are other restaurants that are considered fast food that I do not consider fast food, mm-hmm. like Jimmy John's, Penn Station. Yes, they make it quick, but Penn Station, if you order like the um, like their cheesesteak, huh? it's made literally in front of you. Right. They they have to take the steak, the little the steak strips out. Yes, they are frozen, but it's actual meat that's been sliced. They throw it. They have to cook it. They have to send it through the broiler. They have to actually cook that. It's not something that is was frozen. It's not frozen patties with preservatives in it. Mm-hmm. To, but even so, long story short, still limit those to limit those to right. once a week. week. Once right. a week, max. Like, not like, not and it's like hard when you're traveling. It's one hard day a week where you eat out three times that same day on a Friday. Like right. you go, you know, hit McDonald's for breakfast, then you hit Wendy's for lunch, and then you you have a you know an 18 inch pizza for dinner. Right. It's once. That's it. Start there. Okay. Um, and I'm not like a big advocate of eating out or anything like that. I just no, it's convenient. Yeah, it I is. mean it, it's absolutely convenient. I mean, and I'll, I'll tell you, I, it's there have been times where I, I've had to eat out, you know, two or three times in a week. But if you have to do that, that's good for your marriage, though. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Tough for your tongue, good for your marriage. You haven't met Liz. <laughs> she just walked in. <laughs> Let's <No>. ask her. <laughs> Come on. So, no, I'm anyway. not going to ask her because she'll um, punch me. Yeah. <laughs> so, Knock you right out. Right. So think about if you have to eat out more than once a week, mm-hmm. think about what you're doing. Right. Like bread is not your friend. Oh, I love bread. And that's I, my, oh, that's I, my I'm thing. A, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a bready. Yeah, like, same. I love bread. Like I don't, eat, I don't keep bread in the house because I will just eat bread and butter. Right. The problem is bread turns to sugar immediately in your body. It right. does. Yeah. So, and it'll fill you. So that's why, so restaurants serve you bread at the beginning so that you won't, well, it tricks your body. It's so that you'll order more food. Okay. Okay. So if you, like, they'll, like, we go, I go to Cooper Talk uh, at least once a month because we have, like, the, we're part of their wine club. And they bring out pretzel bread. Mm-hmm. And they will bring you as much pretzel bread as you want. Right. Sounds amazing. One. One loaf of pretzel bread. It's only, I don't know, maybe six inches in diameter right. and about four inches thick. It's just a, a loaf ball. One of those is all I will allow for myself. Right. Not for the for the entire table, not just for like, oh, I'm going I'm, right. to oh, just fucking eat that thing. <laughs> right. Shit. You guys say that's nothing. That's a sandwich without anything on it. Right. So... It is just one loaf of bread because bread, what it does is it doesn't actually fill you up. It makes me more hungry. Right. Um, instantly. Instantly hungry. It'll, so, it'll, later, it'll settle. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you feel it, like crap. It, it's, it doesn't – when people say, well, I need, to, I need to eat some bread before I go drink so it can absorb everything, mm-hmm. that doesn't happen. No. Your stu- the stomach acid abs- gets absorbed into the bread, and then you don't have stomach acid to process the food in your, in your stomach. Um, I keep tortillas in the house because tortillas, wheat tortillas, it's just as bad as bread, but you're not getting as much of it if you're going to make like a ham sandwich. Right. So you Yeah, just, you make a wrap. You just make a wrap. And then it's already flattened. It's already leavened. 
it's that's what it is and it can't absorb anything okay like there's nothing there for it to absorb so if you're going to keep bread in the house great S- try switching to tortillas okay. for that stuff um it makes life a lot easier although a peanut butter and jelly on fucking wonder bread is <laughs> goddamn amazing i had a peanut butter and honey sandwich last night and yeah like it was so good do you, but, have, a, do you have a wiener dog no, those are the neighbors. Yeah, it's out there by your trampoline. It's fine. They they'll come and visit. Like the they miss Diesel. Oh, okay. So they're like I the one the, there's two of them. The Snoops is the black one that just ran by, and there's uh-huh. a tan one named Thor. And Thor like walk into the house and yeah, just, yeah, Thor chilled by us last week. Yeah, he just he just like laying right out. there. He's <laughs> just like whatever. I don't care. These people. Um, but so try to knock the bread off, and if you need to. To help with that, switch to tortilla. Just get mission tortillas. You okay. get like forty in a goddamn pack for a dollar forty. It's cheap. It's so cheap, and there you get so much more than just bread. Um, after that, you it 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 has to be a mental change to what you're going to do. Right, bingo. So the mental change is hard. Is the hardest one to make. So you either need to commit yourself to spending money. Because it's a hit to the pocket. So right. Gym membership. Right. And I'm not talking about, you know, you don't have to go join a CrossFit gym like I'm at. Go spend the $10 at fucking Fitness. <laughs> no. Go to Anytime Fitness for go to, go, $12. Go to anywhere but Planet Fitness. Find a gym where you can just go and do things. Whatever those things are. Right. Lift weights, cable machines. Just do things. Go. You live in a neighborhood, right? Go walk, right? So I was here. I'm going to interject here as you puff on your cigar. Back when I lost 160 to 170 pounds, I think it was 168 total. You were punching trees. I was punching trees. Go start punting trees. Again. Yeah, get get some gloves, punch some trees. Uh, no, but before that, before we lived in Logan, when I started losing the weight, I literally every day would get home from my desk job at a bank, go upstairs. We lived on a second. We were in like the upstairs of a. Old house, it was right. business below, apartment above, and it was a nice place. I would walk up 13 steps, change into gym shorts and t-shirt, go right back outside, and do a lap around the block, and that's how I started. Okay. With that, it was calories in, calories out. So what I decided to do was no matter what was served, no matter what Beth made or I made or we ordered, um, I, I cut out fast food for the most part, cut out all pop, no alcohol at all for the for a while. Right. And it was calories in, calories out. I hadn't gotten to that. So, <laughs> right. Still working on that. Um, no, talking about it. Oh. So, it was it was more about, like Martel said, just get moving. Right. Period. And if that's a walk around the neighborhood, even if you walk around, I walked around the block once and back up those steps, I was done. A few weeks later, hey, two laps around the block. I'm still good. Right. And I, I just moved it up and moved it up and moved it up. Until I was jogging. And then I go with JJ to where I was kickboxing. And that made me excited about, quote, unquote, working out. Because it wasn't a workout to me. Right. I was learning boxing and kickboxing from an MMA fighter. Okay. So I found something that got me excited to be moving. Right. So I looked forward to going to a gym, hitting a heavy bag, sparring with JJ, started doing burp. You know, I got, I'd lost enough weight where I could do this stuff. When I first started... I could barely walk around the block. Then I got to where I was boxing. And then once I lost more weight, I got to where I was kickboxing. Mm-hmm. I lost more weight. He started teaching me because he, he was a 
black belt in jiu-jitsu and a Greco-Romanian wrestler from he the wrestled rip. naked. Yeah. With a loincloth <laughs> we, we would put on olive leaf. We would put on... Yeah. We'd put on <laughs> I didn't need an olive leaf. I just needed Which a little... Which is why he was always on leaf. time for it. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I just needed a little tiny, teeny, tiny blade of grass. Just a fig leaf. And, uh, but finding something... Walking's a great way to just be moving. Well, right. walking is probably one of the best things you can do for your body overall. Yeah. So, and, and I would, I, here's the little things I would do. I'd go to Walmart. I would park literally in the farthest spot I could. You mm-hmm. should always do that anyway, because then no because one I has knew. a chance of dinging your fucking car. Right. I don't care about I know you don't care about your car, <laughs> but. But it's, it's the, it, like Martel said, the biggest thing is the mental aspect of I want to change. Right. But as far as losing a belly, because I've done it, I can tell you that cutting out pop, cutting out the junk, and just, it's simple calories in, calories out. And one of the best memes, it was a meme back then. I didn't know this was pre-memes. Mm-hmm. But my buddy Sean, who was my crop instructor, who I, once I leveled up and became instructor, taught with, right. sent me this thing that said 400 calories of a Snickers bar is a lot different than 400 calories of broccoli. See, now I don't agree with calories in, calories out. I'm talking good. That's where I'm getting to, good calories. Okay. So when you're looking at calories... You pull up to McDonald's, you're in the drive-thru, now they all show their calories. Mm-hmm. You see a Big Macs, I don't know, like it's probably 700, no, it's like 720 calories. or something. But that 720 calories could be, oh shit, you're breaking shit now. Yep. That 720 calories could be a full meal with two veggies. Right. A protein and two veggies. You know what I'm saying? So it was the type of calories. And that's what that, what Sean got in my head was, it's not just calories in and calories out. It's what kind of calories you put in your body. 540 calories and 25 grams of fat in a Big Mac. And see, 45 grams. Now, my father-in-law lost a ton of weight because his doctor said limit yourself to 50 grams of fat a day. Mm -hmm. It was a way for him to track what he was eating. Right. When you don't track what you're eating and you're not mentally there like you and I, like Martel, Mm -hmm. he knows what he needs to eat and occasionally he'll allow the junk food. Yeah. Right. For somebody like you or me that doesn't have that mindset, that have been doing it for 10 years, 20 right. years, whatever. So for him, the 50 grams of fat, he'd go, well, if I eat this, it's no grams of fat. But if I eat this, it's 28. Right. And I've only got 50 for a whole day. So it allowed him to track what kind of food he was eating. Right. So it's really about good calories in and how much you're burning. Right. So if you just change your what you're eating and just move, you'll drop the weight. Another thing I found I was, was doing was going home at night at 11, 12 o'clock at night and eating something and then oh, right into bed. And that's absolutely, absolutely not, horrible thing to do. Do so. not eat after 8 o'clock p.m. If, if possible. Right. Now, that's hard for me. That'll be hard for him on second shift because I've done second shift. But well, it's not that bad. But well, hold on. It's not, hard, it's not hard for him to second shift because you shift the 8 p.m. Okay. You're basically talking almost like intermittent fasting. So you... Essentially, yes. So you shift the 8 p.m. So you work second shift. Mm-hmm. So if you worked 9 to 5, 8 p.m. is three hours after 5. Right. Your second shift, you get home at? Roughly 11.30. 11.30. So you don't eat anything after, uh, let's just say, 1.30, okay. 2.30 in the morning if you stay up that late. Okay. If you're not staying up that late, it's not a worry. So you just don't eat anything after a certain hour, a certain Whatever you know, whatever your day is, right? Because if you're working second shift, you're not getting up at five thirty in the morning. No, you're getting up ten thirty, eleven o'clock, eight thirty. Okay, so from two thirty to eight thirty, you've got yourself a six hour window. That's if you're staying up till eight thirty. If you're coming, if you're getting home 
at 11.30. Well, you're getting off at 11.30. You're getting home around 12.30. I get off at 10.30. I'm home by 11.30. Okay, so you get home at 11.30. So if you're only up till midnight, just don't eat anything past midnight. Right. Obviously. The problem is, though, if you're falling asleep at midnight, like you said, you are eating right before you go to bed. Right. Well, it depends on what you're eating, though. Again, so, that goes back to the good versus the bad right. calories. So if you get home and you decide that you've had you had dinner at work, whatever whatever you've right. we're gonna I'm gonna say whatever you've packed so you right. know what you're eating. You're having a a turkey wrap that is just turkey and mustard, and you're having or a, turkey and ketchup. You're having a <laughs> damn two and a half. You're you're having two cups of carrots, right, and an apple. That's a pretty good dinner as far as yeah. just something to pack. So when you get home at midnight, if you're hungry, protein shake before you go to bed. Or, honestly, make yourself, force yourself to drink a full, big old, like, 32-ounce glass of water. Okay. Well, I'm talking about if you're, if you're hungry. I know. Eat, drink a, just drink a 16-ounce or an 8-ounce protein shake. But a lot and of times, have some water with it. You're gonna so the protein is gonna do one of two things. It's gonna it's not gonna do one of two things. It's going to do two things. One, it's gonna fill you up. Mm-hmm. Two, that protein that you take in while you're sleeping is actually gonna get it processed by your body and cause you to lose weight while you're sleeping. Okay. Now, we're, I'm not talking like you're gonna drop a pound overnight. Right. But you're gonna drop like a fraction of a pound overnight because your body's processing that protein. Okay. Or just drink a bunch of Xlax. You, yeah, you'll wake up in the middle of the night and you got to shit, shit your pants. You'll lose five pounds feel overnight. Like, yeah. Feel like my dog. Um, <laughs> so then your dog wears pants. No, shit incredible. Shit itself. <laughs> itself. Uh, so then alcohol limit, and I'm not going to tell you to stop drinking, but you limit alcohol consumption to only the weekends. Right. Which and, I have never drank during a week anyway, unless okay. I had a day off or something like that. So. Right. Vacation, right. whatever, fine. But limit your it, again, alcohol it's, consumption it's, to the weekend, right? And only limit yourself limit yourself to Friday and Saturday, not Sunday. Right. Sunday's, yeah. Sunday's the beginning of the week. Right. I don't give a shit what anyone says. The calendar starts. Well, you on wake Sunday up Monday to work. Saturday. Yeah, right. I agree. So, I've I've gotten into arguments with people. I can't like, tell you. Sunday's last... still the weekend. I'm like, it's not the weekend. Sunday is the beginning of the week. I can't tell you the last time I was hungover from the weekend for anything. So, so if alcohol is not a big concern, I would right. say just from hearing what you said. Get off pop. Right. My wife. My wife's biggest vice. Get off the sugar. Is right. Yeah. Yeah. Just not just pop. Sugar. Fair. But my wife's biggest vice is pop, and she's cut back drastically because I used to be all she drank. Right. Was Coke. Now she's on the big K. Whatever. Um, Which is but, the same thing. Right. But she would get migraines from the lack of sugar and caffeine for mm-hmm. the longest time. So she's had to wean herself off mm-hmm. long term. So caffeine's a drug. Yeah. It, sugar, absolutely. Sugar right. is a drug that that activates the brain like cocaine. And, and if you get to yourself where you're having caffeine headaches, find a way to drink black coffee. Because you can drink two cups of black coffee and maybe have five calories. You still get the caffeine, but I would still limit the and coffee. if coffee's not your thing, go to tea. Yeah, yeah. something. Um, but And again, if you can get to tea without sugar or, or, right. or lessen the sugar as you go. Because that's why I tell everybody, and I was talking to my father-in-law just a couple weeks about weight loss. Because we've both done it and we've both gained back. Not He hasn't gained back all the way, but... And I have, but it is, like Martel said, it's, it's the mental and the lifestyle change that has to take place. Right. Other than that, everybody, my, my granddad that lived to be 103, lived on his own, never needed assistance, wasn't in a wheelchair, didn't even use a cane to the day. He literally got up one day when my aunt drove down to Adams County to be with him, 
I said, Carl, I'm using the bathroom. I'll be right back. He goes to the bathroom. He comes down. He sits down his chair, has a stroke. That's it. But until that moment, he never needed help from anybody for anything. His little garden, I'm doing air quotes for those that can't see, mm-hmm. was an acre. And he's right. down on his hands and he's working it. Now, he was like 5'7", five, 5'8", five, 100-something. Like, he was a petite guy right. that grew up farming his whole life, always moving. But when he had 100, he was interviewed by newspapers, all these TV stations out of Columbus, stuff like that. And they were like, what's your secret to a long life? And he goes, easy. Eat quality food and move. And stay busy. Right. That's it. Just so, move. He would get up every morning, climb out of his bed, lay on the ground at 100 plus years old, and do bicycle kicks to start his day. Just laying on his back on the floor. Yeah. That was how he started his day. So right. so my next thing after the, after alcohol is the easiest way to keep yourself accountable is find a nutrition plan. Okay. Okay. Now, you don't need to pay money or pay somebody for a nutrition plan. You can find that shit out on the internet. I personally would recommend looking at paleo or clean eating. Okay. Both good suggestions. They're... I, I don't know much about keto, so I, I'm, I'm not going to. I've heard people have fantastic. See, that's kind of what my dad's doing. Is the results keto with, stuff. with yeah. keto. I don't know much about keto, so I'm, I'm not going to talk about keto. But with paleo, it is no sugar, every no processed foods. It is. You're basically eating what's been around for a millennia. Well, that's the idea behind it. Yeah. There are there are some changes that you can make to that that I made a couple years ago when I did the, I did paleo for four months. And in well, two months. I take it back. In two months, I dropped sixty pounds. That is not healthy. Damn. But I went strict paleo. Like, I was eating just meat, nuts, and veggies. That is it. You basically eat like the Amish. If you can seriously, if you can grow it or raise it, the Amish make candy. Fair enough, and baked so, goods, but baked goods. And but, well, they're also out in the field eighteen hours a day. But yeah, they're also <laughs> but working their you, ass off and raising barns. You basically eat meat, and you eat veggies. And if you can, try to locally source that stuff so it's not covered in pesticides. Right. Yeah. It's not chock full of preservatives. So, I stu- I stayed away from processed meats. Like I didn't eat any lunch meat. So okay. lunch meat is considered a processed meat because it's. It's processed. It's it's yeah. sliced and whatever. Right. Um, but you can find companies that have lunch meat, Applegate for one. If you want, and again, it's not the problem. Is is trying and it should. This shouldn't be a problem. Trying to eat healthy in mm-hmm. the U.S. costs more than just eating. Yeah. Right? So Applegate is more expensive than Hillshire Farm. Applegate has no preservatives. That shit will go bad within four days of opening a package. You need to eat it. Okay. Hillshire Farm will last fucking 18 years and yes. never go bad. <laughs> it comes in recyclable bag for a reason. Bags. Well, so does Applegate, but it'll no, just I know, but go it's, bad. Right? Yeah. Um, it's the preservatives. But Applegate, like Applegate sausage, fucking amazing. The shit's, we still buy it today. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're uh, sliced meats, fantastic. Everything that Applegate does is no preservative. So it has an expiration date. The shit's going to, not a sell-by date, a literal, no, no, expiration it, it, date. it's going to go bad if you don't buy, if you don't use it. Um, we did a lot of that. Almonds, ate a lot of almonds. I, we still go through 10 bag, 10 pounds of carrots a week. Damn. Between Liz and I, we will, we buy probably 10 
10 pounds of carrots, of baby carrots a week. And if you don't know this, if, if you're a listener and you have never seen Martel, he's an actual horse. He's like Mr. Ed. I, I eat a shitload of food, but I don't count calories. I don't. Counting calories is a pain in the ass. Like, I know the, the, Randy was talking about calories in calories. I don't count calories. I think that counting calories, I think that counting macros, doing all that shit, yes, it does work for some people. I find that to be an, the ultimate pain in the ass. I want to enjoy what I'm eating. Well, right. and that, that actually brings me to the point I really want to make is you have to find what works for you. Yes. Now what works for Martel, now what worked for me. Right. For me, I downloaded the MyFitnessPal app. Everything I ate or drank, I entered. I had a set calorie goal. It was just a way to track what I was eating. It keeps you accountable. Exactly. Right. It's like Weight Watchers. The reason Weight Watchers is successful at all, if people actually do it, is because it just helps them realize, holy crap, I eat a lot of junk. Right. And they stop doing that if, if they if they stick with it. Right. So it's just, it's you've got to find what works for you, whether it's calories. Like, my father-in-law didn't count calories. He counted grams of fat. Okay. And that worked for him, and he dropped 120 pounds. So, you, and if it's paleo, naturally, with paleo, you're not going to be taking in as many calories but as if you go be, get a Big Mac with fries and a Coke. Well, and, and you'll be eating, so with the thing with, with paleo, it's not about, it really isn't about your calories. It's about your good fats. Okay. Bacon. Yeah. Is a good fat. Yep. Even though they're like, oh, you eat. Clog your arteries. Clog your arteries. It's not going to clog Sodium. your Sodium. Avocados. Great fat. I wish I could eat avocados. Olives. If you like olives, fucking have a handful of olives. Hate olives. It's fine. Like, it's not going to hurt you. It's but not going to fill you up but, either. Like, but. I don't like almonds that much, but I mine is pistachios. Pistachios I will fine. slam pistachios. Peanuts? Not good. No. Legumes. Not peanuts, good nuts. Peanuts not really a nut. Cashews, not a nut. So just nuts in general. Right. Just so, put nuts in your mouth and you'll lose weight. And or at least make money doing it. So what I would say is find find a fitness program that's going to work for you, whether that's just walk, starting off with walking around the block and then joining a gym. But it, when you join a gym, find a fitness program that you can do at the gym. So if you join like an Anytime Fitness, mm-hmm. you're going to have to pay out the ass for a personal trainer to, to right. in the beginning to help you. Once you understand what you're doing or you have a program from the person from the from the, the personal trainer, you can follow that program on your own. I prefer personally the gym that I go to has a fantastic like they, they do fantastic programming. The coaches are they're there, they're accountable and they're they trained. Help, they're trained and they will help you along the way. So if you can find a gym that, and and I'm a huge advocate for um, fitness classes, like group fitness, because it keeps you accountable as well. Right. It's not just you in that class. It's you and everybody else. So you start seeing other people making gains, making progress. Then you're like, shit, they're making progress. Why am I not making? So you start figuring out, okay, well, they're doing this. I should probably do this. Like, I'm still drinking soda. They're not drinking soda anymore. They're not taking in as much sugar as I am. So you can start seeing, and you you start holding yourself accountable based on the people that are not everybody in the gym. Like, I only hold myself accountable to, like, four people in the gym. And I don't even work out with them anymore because I don't go to the, the afternoon classes. But I still hold myself accountable to those people that I used to work out with and still talk to. So it's just like, oh, well... 
fuck, lawns. God damn it, lawn snatching 200 pounds. Why am I not snatching 200? Oh, because I'm not putting the work in. Lawn's right. putting in all this work. I'm not yeah. doing that. I need to start doing that. The the key word that I've heard you say, Marteau, is accountability. It's accountability. Right. Yeah. You have you to gotta... be accountable for everything that you're doing. And that's and, what... Sorry, go ahead. And you can't have excuses. Right. I have no room in my mind or my heart or my soul for excuses. And I give my daughter shit about it all the time. Yeah, we talked about this one. We did. It is, I went to work, I drove an hour to work, and it's only a 25-minute drive, but it took an hour to get there because of traffic. Go to work, work my eight hours, drive an hour home. So I'm 10 hours into the day. I'm fucking tired, but I I make my journey down to the gym. And I put my hour in at the gym, busting my ass, Come home and help Liz make dinner or make dinner or she makes dinner and I sit on the couch. It's one of those three. My daughter, on the other hand, goes to school for six and a half hours and then comes home and sleeps for three hours. And complains that, you know, well, you know, we have to, she's a cheerleader, so she, and she stands, she's what, she's called a base. So she stands at the bottom of a pyramid and she's holding people and she's like, well, my arms, my shoulders really hurt. I'm like, because you need to work out. You need to go to the gym. You need to do this shit. Uh, I'm too tired to do that. I don't want to do that. That doesn't that doesn't sound like fun. Working out is not fun. Unless you <laughs> it can be fun. It can be, but working it, out like I said, is getting not into fun. No, inherently it's not. That's why what changed my mindset. Well, I wanted to join the military, so that's when my mental thing clicked back then. Right. Um but then working out again, quote unquote, got fun when I JJ got me into boxing. That led to kickboxing, which led to right. the jiu-jitsu. And then when JJ moved, I messaged him like, dude, what do I do now? Right. Because that was – we'd spend two to four hours on and off fighting of some sort. Whether I'm hitting a bag or hit, swinging at him, I'm moving. Um, maybe an hour. I don't, I don't know. And he said, well, do you want to learn to fight in a cage like I do? Or do you want to learn self-defense and just get in shape? And I said, I don't, I don't plan on fighting in a cage. I was right. big into UFC back then. Love watching it, but I was like, I have no desire to do that. Right. It's a sport to me. Right. And he goes, well, find a Krav Maga gym. And I went, what the hell is Krav Maga? Mm-hmm. He's like, well, he says. It's headbutting and running away. It's, it's, <laughs> it is. It's Israeli hand-to-hand combat, blah, right. blah. So I found a Krav gym that used to be right down the road here. And I joined. And, dude, the first, I, I messaged the owner, which was my, now my longtime friend, Sean. And I said, you know, I'm kind of interested. Blah, blah. He goes, come take a free class. First class is free. Try it out. See what you think. I was like, I, I don't know, you know. I, I was used they to train with make my it a week free, to be honest, because when I did Krav, I walked away bruised, and I would have never fucking gone back. Well, that's where I was getting to. So I, I he finally talked me into a first class. So back then, classes were Monday, Wednesday, and Friday evenings. I think at five thirty or six, maybe it was six thirty, and then Saturday mornings at like ten. So I got on Friday at six thirty, whatever, and I come home and I'm just like beat. I'm. <laughs> Training with JJ did not prepare me to get hit like I got hit in Krav. Right. Yeah, because I had hematomas well, on my forearms in Krav, bumps and bruises. There's, there's no half. The the problem with and I like Krav. The problem with Krav is the mentality there is there is no half speed. No. It is if you're gonna hit somebody in Krav, you're gonna hit them. And yeah. You're gonna hit them like a bitch. You're gonna. You're coming at them. Yeah. Him. Right. You're gonna hit them with everything you got, which I get. Iron Again, sharpens iron. But it's it, like you said, it is practice. You have to find what works for you. For me, I went home that night and my wife went, 
what the hell happened to you? Because I had like bumps on my forearms from blocking hits. Mm -hmm. I had like half a black eye where I got grazed. Now you know, I did and, that for six months. And yeah, <laughs> and I went. I don't know, but I'm going back tomorrow and signing up. Right. Like it set a fire in me. Right. But I found something that worked for me, and I got so into Krav that I did it for years. I leveled up. I took the test. Uh, our test is still talked about this day because the power went out at the gym. We had to go outside in a thunderstorm. We're in, rolling in the rain. Rolling it, on pavement and gravel in the rain. I got eye gouged so bad that for the first time ever, uh, one of the instructors stopped and told Sean, check your boy. I don't think he's okay. But I got up and I finished the test. Right. But for me, that fired me up. Martel can get that at the gym because he likes to compete. Yeah. With others. Right. He likes to outrow somebody. He's he reminds well, me of the Kobe story. Something. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I, I did shit on a rower. But he kept going. I kept going. Right. I went and wiped my ass and kept going. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like it, it reminds me of that time where um I was watching back about uh you know, Kobe Bryant. He's working out a gym and then a guy from the opposing team comes in before a game mm -hmm. and starts warming up. Just these two in the gym. And this guy starts shooting on the other end of the court from Kobe. And he kept going, kept going, kept going. And finally, he's like, man, I've been here like an hour and a half, two hours. We got a game in like three hours. I'm done. So he goes to Kobe, and he's like, how are you still here? Because you were here like, I could tell you've been sweating for a while before I got here. And he goes, I wasn't going to let you know that you could outwork me. Right. Before the game, it's like the mental back. Yes, capacities back. of Kobe going, I don't care what you do. So that's how Martell is. Right. Martell gets in these fitness challenges at the gym, and he goes, oh, Come hell or high water, I'm going to win, or at least let you know so, you're not going to outwork me. Right. I've and I've almost every fitness challenge that we've had at the gym, I have won. Right. And that's not bragging. That's just fact. That's right. I just I know there's, Martel's mentality. Me, I go there. I'm like, oh, cool. I got third. There's been like I'm fine with that. But I will fight when I was in Krav. Mm -hmm. I would not quit. Right. I, I, I actually, one time at Krav, we were doing these front rolls where Sean was teaching us to jump over something and roll out of it, kind of a. Flippy, a diving karate, yeah, a diving roll, and we got to the point where we we're diving over. We pulled the couch out of the entry at that time, mm -hmm. and we're jumping over it and rolling on mats. When the final drill, you're fighting two people at the same time. A third person would come behind you and shove you hard. You had to dive and roll out of it and get back up and fight. And the first time after an hour of class, we're doing the final drill for three minutes, which. If you have not fought for three minutes, you don't understand how long three minutes can be. Oh, yeah. Especially with multiple attackers. I landed on my right shoulder and heard a pop so loud that Sean came over because there's multiple of us doing it. Sean doesn't stop. Sean, yeah, Sean does not stop stuff. He came over and goes, dude, are you all right? And I swung at him with my left hand because my right shoulder was so hurt. Right. And back then I didn't have health insurance, so I dealt with that for eight months. <laughs> but it, it was for me, it was just that was the mentality of me, of, of mine, that... I'm not going to quit. Right. Rowing, cycling, lifting weights, I enjoy parts of. I love the sledgehammer on a tire. That's one of my favorite things yeah, to do. Yeah, that's why I started CrossFit. I love sledgehammer flipping on a tire. Tires and, and flipping tires. But there's certain stuff that I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm working out, but I'm okay with not being first. But in Krav, I was like, I'm not going to let you best me. Right. I'm going to give him my all. So you have to find what works for you. And like the, the two things Martel said that, if, that I think ring true to anybody that knows anything is accountability and mentality. You've got to want it. For some of my buddies, they just walk. They literally do, to this day, do nothing but walk, but they walk a lot. Right. And so, it's just around their neighborhood. So my big thing was, right before we got our house and stuff, I was actually going down to the chiller and ice skating. I'd, I'd ice skated when I was younger. Yeah. I loved it. 
I'm a big hockey guy. Yeah. That's, there you go. That's my thing. And I went and bought new skates, went to the, the chiller, did two laps, felt horrible because I hadn't skated in 10 years. <laughs> fell down so many times. My ankle hurt. I did that. And then I got home and Manny's like, what'd you think? I was like, I'm going back next week. Yeah. Then we got approved for the house and then we moved. So, and you have no skating ring. Well, yet. I do. They just opened. Well, they just reopened the one down the road in Pickwell or Troy. Okay. So now I can go. I'm going to start going back down to that one. Yeah. Now, so. so do that, but also go buy some inline skates. That's what right. I was going to say. So right. Get inline, the inline so you, you can, can do them. Right. Up and down the street. Up and down the street. Before yeah. you go to work. Because I got to build my ankle strength back up. Because right. that's a lot of issues. Yeah. Uh, now, dude, I, I get that because I did ice skating after 15 years of not being on the ice. I used right. to do roller hockey in the neighborhood growing up. Right. So did I. And, yeah. So. And everybody's like, my wife and I, and then her younger brother and his then fiance or girlfriend wanted to go ice skating. Mm -hmm. And I went, yeah, I used to do that. And I got on the ice, and I was like one lap, and I was like, screw this. <laughs> and this is back when I was in like better shape than I am now. Right. But yeah, find something you enjoy. Right. And, and just get you inline skates. Yep. And if you can only go to the end of the block, not even around and back, that's fine. But right. do that every day until you and can you go around better. the block. Right. And then you can go two blocks. You know. Um, Repetition. Yeah. Right. So my last part of fitnessy shit is laziness. It is not a, and I'm not talking like you can look up the definition lazy. I don't give a shit. Laziness is not. Well, I go to work and I bust my ass and I do this. Your the laziness I'm talking about is the fact that you're going to work and busting your ass. You're then not doing nothing. Then not doing anything right. after that. Yeah, it's it what is, you do outside of work hours. It's what you do outside of work. Or your normal routine, whatever that is. Right. So if... Like for me, if this family, past week was walking X amount, which I hadn't been doing for the last month and a half I've been sick. Yeah. So if family is your number one priority, if your family, your wife, your kids, that is your number one priority, and you want you don't want to be obese... Right. Or just your health has now become your number one priority. Your family has become your number two priority in this aspect. Like, family is always number one priority. Like, right. you always want to protect your family. You always want to make sure that everybody is, is, is taken care of. But in this aspect, your health is your number one priority, and your family is now your second priority. Because if you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be around to protect your family. Right. And I've gotten shit from my in-laws about how much my wife and I spend at the gym. We are there four to five times a week. The kids, we make the kids go with us, whether they work out or not, we make them go with us. Harley has grown up in the gym, but they both complain about going to the gym and we make them go. Because health is the number one priority and the family is the second, is, is the second priority. Because, like I said, if... You are unhealthy. You cannot take care of your family. Well, I was going to say, right. I would almost say that health is the number one priority because your kids are your number one priority. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. That's exactly it, what It's I'm not saying. that they take a like, back seat to it. It's that, and that's what I've started changing. I, Huck's getting older now. He's eight. Yep. We go to the ball field. I throw him some pitches, this, that. I can't chase after him like I, you know, right. used to. So I, I feel that, that's why recently I've started going, okay, I've got to change. I've got an eight-year-old and three-year-old I can't keep up with. Right. So it, it's very much a coming to the realization that screw how tired you are, screw all your vices, whether it's alcohol, smoking, food, 
all your bad habits. Yeah, because I'm a foodie too. It's, like I love food. Oh, we oh, talked yeah. about it. I'm, I, I, but I have to limit myself because Liz and the kids are the number one priority, which means my health needs to be above them to make sure that I'm still around. Well, it's doing stuff around the house even. Yeah. Simple housework used to be like I'd be running up and downstairs ten times, not even breaking a sweat, which. I've always sweated. When I was young and playing baseball four nights a week with practices, you know, I, I, I've always sweated. But now it's like going up the steps one time, I've got to catch my breath. Mm-hmm. And that's when I went, like, especially after this COVID, and I've had three people who are meaningful in my life at some degree say, hey, I'm not going to lie. When I found out you had COVID, it scared me. I was right. one of them. You were. I wasn't going to say it, but you were. And I had Why three I people. I was worried about you, but I we hadn't talked. So I, I I have had several people, but and again, I didn't put it on Facebook. I didn't make it a big public thing when they thought I had a pulmonary embolism, which can be fatal. Right. I didn't put it on Facebook. I didn't tell my parents. My parents found out the day I went to get my lungs scanned. You know, because my dad happened to come over and help with some stuff around the house. Uh, or no, he was working on Best Jeep, and I said I can't. I can't help you. That was not so much because of my weight, so much as what I was going through health-wise from the COVID, but um, that kind of opened my eyes and go, do I want to be around to see my kids graduate? Yes. Yeah. I want to see them grow up. I don't want to leave them. You know, I I don't want them to be one of those kids that in a story somewhere is like, yeah, my dad died when I was five. Right. Because he ate like crap and he was fat and never moved. Right. So, yeah. so that's why, like, as soon as my lungs got to finally, like, this week, it was like, 8-1 happened on a Monday, which is always dumb to say, like, I'll start on Monday or I'll start on New Year's or whatever. Right. I've never done New Year's. But I, I haven't either. But for me, it was like, okay, no matter what, no matter how much you cough, no matter what you cough up, <laughs> you're going to start moving X amount of steps every day. Right. And some of those days, I literally have not left the house, but I will pace in my house. I literally will stand there. Listen to a podcast I like or, or radio, and walk back and forth in the basement of my house. Can I make a change to that? And and get my steps. Please do. Because you're because pa- you're pacing back and forth. Throw a, a up the up up and down the stairs in that. I'm working up to that. Yeah, I but mean, that's what I'm saying. I, I, again, I've got to start where I can, because I'll, I'll walk these steps. Literally, I'll get up and walk a few hundred steps, and I've got a treadmill. <laughs> Which does not do well at my weight. I've tried it several times, but I'll have to lean against that and, and cough a bit. So I'm, I'm trying to get my lungs back to it. But it just takes the – you have to want it. Right. You have to want it. You, you have, have to, to want the yeah, change. And that's the, Nobody – want that change. No one's going to be able to force you to make that change. It, it, it's a mentality thing. You have to want that change. And it's hard. Like, I, I will not lie to you. Right. Like, I've, in, I've got 10 years of bad habits right now, so well, it's, all, it's all bad. Back in January, because every January I don't drink. Right. I, I take January off. I've been doing it for I don't know how many years. It's basically a reset, and it works. Well, this past January, I took January off. Well, then I had to take February off. I'll say it was like a six-week challenge after that, one. There wasn't was it? a six-week challenge that started right in the middle of January. So it's yeah. like, shit, all right, I took January off. I do it every year. I'm not going to not take January off and break my habit of not of taking January off. We'll just continue on through all the way through into March. Right. I didn't drink for that entire period. I mm-hmm. went from 200 and I think it was close to 260, 250. Went from 250 to 220. And then after that, went from 220 to 215. 
Now I'm back to 220. I don't like it. I hate it. Um, but I did have shoulder surgery in June. Right. And I'm still... You're taking it back on it. Still trying to get back on it. I've been working out, but I can't work out as hard. You can walk. I can walk, but walking <laughs> doesn't do it for me. Yeah. Well, that to, gets back to you have to find what works for you. I have, right. I and have to have a high heart rate. I have a low resting heart rate anyway. Like, I'm, we're sitting here right now. My heart rate is uh, 60. My I think my heart rate's about four. My resting heart rate, like if I'm just sitting on the couch or laying in bed, is 37. Jeez. So my heart rate is elevated right now just sitting here having a whiskey, smoking a cigar, talking about fitness. And speaking with you guys, recording the podcast. Right. But sitting in the couch, just watching TV, my heart rate drops to 40. It'll drop to 37. I sleep. It drops down to 33. I have a very low resting heart rate. And so, which isn't a problem for me. It's a problem for other people. Like if I have surgery or something like that, then alarms go off. But I just have a low resting heart rate in general just because I'm so active. So in order for me to lose weight, my heart rate has to be at like 160 for it to so make you start a burning stuff, right? So I start burning anything. It's just that's that's life. So throughout this whole process of my shoulder surgery, I've been specializing myself on a stationary bike, like going in intervals of one minute at 50 RPMs, one minute at 60 RPMs, one minute back at 50, one minute at 70, and doing these intervals all the way up to 100, and trying to keep 100 RPM for one minute at a time, which I will tell you is not easy. Even, I mean, I am by no means like the fittest guy in the world. I am in shape. I can manage it, but I want to, I want to die when I'm done. Right. Like I, like I did a workout the other day. It was all one armed. It was one handed snatches at 53 pounds. So it was eight snatches, 10 V ups, which is a sit up where you, you bring your feet and your hands together. So you just, you make a V on the floor. Uh, 12 jump squats. So you squat, then you jump, then you squat, then you jump. You're being attacked by cornflies right now. Yeah. <laughs> they just want to lick you. Okay. That's all. They, they're not going to bite you. They're not going to. You hear that on an up, upcoming <laughs> yeah. episode or um, previous episode of this one airs. So they just want to, they want to lick the salt off from the sweat on your skin. Gotcha. They tickle. I want to um, you salt And on then your in the remaining time of three minutes, so you have three minutes to complete those three movements, and whatever's left you have to rack up calories on a stationary bike or a rower. Chase. Fucking awful. Like that last after that fifth round, I just I wanted I almost passed out. That's I, why you're on the stationary bike so much. You've been banned from the rowers. I can't row. <laughs> I'm not allowed to I, I I I can't do that pulling motion or that I I can't push or pull and do those motions. Don't push too hard. I well, blow out my <laughs> o-ring. So, it's just been like now I'm adapting to this bike thing and I'm proficient on the rower, although Patrick will tell you I'm not. Well, I'm proficient on the rower, but the the bike is like a whole other animal, and it has the exact same flywheel that the that the bike ha- or that the rower has. So, I would say find a fitness program that works for you. Find a nutrition plan that's going to work for you. Slowly, I'm not saying like leave here, boom, I'm done with soda. Right. Cut it out. Slowly start to ease that out. It's like. If you're, you know, if you're an alcoholic, you can't just stop drinking. You'll right. die. You'll go into. It's the same thing with sugar. You can't just 
Sugar, stop. caffeine, tobacco. Yeah, right. you, you can't just stop. Yeah. Some people can. I'm one of those people. That I can just stop drinking and just be done with drinking. Right. I am, too. I'm, I, I've actually gone months without drinking pop. And stuff okay. Before, so, so it's not that you bad. Just, you just have to have that mindset of, I'm done. I'm not drinking that anymore. I will find a substitute for it for the time being, and then mm-hmm. I'll start weaning myself off of that. Um, like So nutrition plan, fitness plan, cut out sugar and processed foods, no bread. That would be what I would what I would suggest. Everything else is fair game. You can have alcohol in moderation. You can have fast food in moderation. It does. It's not a. It's not a an end all be all type of situation. Right. You just find out what works for you, and then put in the work just to do something. Be active. Well, and the biggest thing that worked for me too, again with the My Fitness Pal app. This this episode sponsored by My Fitness Pal, <laughs> apparently, and Brewmate, uh, and Brewmate, of course. Brewmate's always um, an unofficial. But sponsor. my my father in law just carried a little tiny notepad to track how many fat grams. But not even don't worry about fat grams or calories. Just write down what you eat. So you get up, right. say two eggs. I had I had a I had a veggies. Pepsi today, but every time you have a Pepsi, put a little tick mark, and before you know, you go, holy hell, I've had twelve Pepsis today. That's How, what's bad, that? That's a that's real bad diabetes. day for me. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You diabetes. you don't realize when you get Take one egg. <laughs> when, <laughs> when you get one Pepsi, you don't think about that one Pepsi. Right. But you've already had several before that, or you get several after it. But once you write it down, at the end of the day or the next day, you look at it and you go, "Holy crap!" It's same thing with the with the bread. Okay, I had a ham and cheese sandwich. Ham and cheese sandwich ain't gonna kill you. But you start thinking that ham is processed, packed with preservatives, two slices of bread. What's that, you know, right. turning into my body? So for me, the visual, Martel doesn't need it. For me, it worked. It was the visualization I did, of. Though. At one point, I was doing that. So that's, that, I mean, but that's my thing. You got, you, you got it, like he said, the nutrition plan, the fitness plan. My fitness plan when I lost 168 pounds or whatever it was started with, hey, when you get home, before you do anything else, anything, change out of your work clothes because I had to wear shirt and tie and slacks right. and all that and dress shoes. Throw on your gym shorts, throw on a T-shirt, cut off tank top, whatever you like, and just go walk around the block one time. Crop, crop top and banana hammock. Mm. How many times do you think his neighbors got pissed he was walking around naked? Um, <laughs> he didn't have neighbors at the time. I, so. <laughs> no, this, I started this when I lived in Circleville, different oh. place in town when I started um, by the time I was in Logan punching trees, I dropped over a hundred. Well. So, um, another thing for me, I had a friend that was in the army. Uh, she got blew up in Iraq. Her Humvee woke up in a hospital in Germany, purple heart, all that comes home. She put on weight cause she was sitting around. She right. was medically retired. Um, so her and I would go hike. We'd go down to the Hocking Hills. We'd walk. Oh, fucking Hocking Hills. We, whatever we we went Fucking out to. Got a story about that. Har- Hargis Lake that Martell loves. There's a trail that goes around it. We'd walk that trail. Hargis Lake. It was just Smells getting like Hargis, Haggis Lake. It was Haggis. just, but it was just a way to get out and move. Now Randy does just, have an open invitation to come back to the gym and work out. He just hasn't taken it yet because uh, it's too far. I mean, if I'm going to gym, I might as well go to one a mile away than thirty miles away. Or you could come to the one thirty miles away and get some professional coaching. Yeah. With Jimmy and Brandon. Mm. I do miss hugging Jimmy and Brandon. There you go. So you have an open invitation. Get a cheek and go, go back to the gym. Jimmy and I talked about it. Well, that's nice to know. I've not heard that before, honestly. Yeah, I've told you that. 
No, you have it. Yeah, I have. Well, then I forgot it. I know. So speaking of fitness, I brought some stuff for us today. In nutrition. Well, we're, we're at an hour, so. Well, let's, let's do this and we'll wrap just, it up. We'll, we'll continue the show. It's fine. Because I, mean, we I did, went we to. We did a shorter show of 45 minutes. That's, that's good. <laughs> I went to smoke at barbecue today. Oh, yeah? You yeah. got burn ends. I did. I, I only know that because he's like, get your burn ends this week. Right. Thursday, Friday, So Saturday. they did the nachos that I had. Uh, last week I did not get up there. They had a Nashville hot chicken sandwich, which probably you would have loved. But I have some burn ends. Probably. I'll go grab some forks. Give me a sec. All right. Good. Go grab some forks. I have some uh, pork butt burnt ends and some of their dry rub chicken wings, um, which I their wings are... Hands down, some of my favorites. So, so we, I, know, I know in past you've talked about your issues with the kids and stuff like that, and I don't want to bring that up, but I will bring mine up. Um, my son Logan was born with a heart heart problem. He had a bad valve in his heart. Um, he's had ten open heart or ten procedures and three open heart surgeries on. Jeez, how old is he? He's fourteen now. Oh so, my goodness, that's a lot. Yeah, he he fit, spent the first three months of his life in children. So. Mm. Yeah, if he if he can go through all that, I think I can probably handle losing about forty pounds. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. it it just, it really it's, just it's takes... crazy how much they can go through all that stuff and come out looking better. You know, it's yeah, it's, it's wild. Yeah, I've had um, my buddy had twin girls at a year and a half. One of them started developing some issues mm-hmm. of really rare disease, and she passed away unfortunately. Sorry to hear that. Um, and uh, he he's been on the show, but I won't mention names. Um, we've had. One of my real close buddies I have mentioned, he called me one day, and, and I've always told people, like, when people have kids, I don't go visit them in the hospital, even if they're close right. to me. Wait till you get home, get settled in, we'll come bring you dinner. Right. And we'll be able to enjoy the time. Like, because, especially when it's a first kid. Right. So, Huck, our oldest kid, was born. Him and his wife came, because I asked him to. Um, and he was one of the very, they were one of the very few couples I asked outside of my parents, her parents, and siblings. To come to the hospital. And they came and saw him. And she was already nine months pregnant. So their oldest son was born shortly after our oldest. Right. And when he called me, he said, hey, I want you to come meet Alex. And I said, yeah, you know, like, once you all get home, we'll be good. And he goes, well, he's in the ICU. And I'm not sure. We, we, we don't know if he's going to make it. Right. So I want you to meet him. I went for that. Right. Um, so, yeah, we, we've all... Dealt, not we've all, but we've dealt with some things with kids. Um, that is tough. But looking at him now, uh, you know, I look at my son and and I go, yeah, I need to, I need to be there for them, right? You know. So, all right. So Martell's back. We've got plates. We've got forks. We have burn ins and wings from Smoke Out. So I think there's like six burn ins, so we can each take a couple. I'm trying to do this while talking and holding. There we go. Eh. I love that fan that's sitting over there, by the way. Yeah. It's not doing much for me. I don't know if it's doing anything for you, too. I'm feeling a breeze. I don't know what it's from, but. I love that fan. That fan is a homemade fan. Go ahead and hand it to Corey. That, that fan is a homemade fan. Take what you want first. Oh, well. There's six, so everybody gets two each. Right, so. so you're good. Yeah, that is a homemade fan. It looks like a uh, console record player yeah. or TV. Just take the two out. Take, take what you want. I don't, I don't give a shit. Take what you want out of there. <laughs> and then, I'm just going to take one I ate on the way down. So. so what? Take two. As we talk about fitness. Yeah. Like, don't eat too much. Hey, take two. Well, no, this is, so this is a different thing. 
This I would not consider fast food either. Oh, not at all. This is something. This is quality meat that has been slow smoked. Yeah. I just want one right now. All right, fine. I'm only going to eat. Don't be like that. All of them. I brought good whiskey. You're you gonna did. treat me like shit. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm gonna give me shit. I'm gonna treat you like I'd treat everybody else. Mmm. And mm. Randy's obviously eating it, as you mm. can hear him like having an orgasm over there. Ooh, that's good. That's that, tender, man. Derek mm-hmm. does. I will say that Derek, other than myself, Derek is probably the the best pit master there is. Other than me. <laughs> of course. Well, I mean, you've had the shit that I've made. Oh, it's I'm always been good. I'm not going to say that I'm better than Derek. Derek's been doing it a hell of a longer than I have. But for a guy who just walks outside, throws shit in a, in a pellet smoker, right? it's the seasoning and how long it takes. Derek, hands down, has me beat. But I'm pretty good. No, I've, I've Derek, never, this is really good. I've never had anything bad. listen to the show. <laughs> Sorry. Derek, this is still really good. Well, I told him he's going to be on the show, so he needs to keep an eye out. Mm. Um God damn it, Derek. It's so good, ain't it? <laughs> I've never had anything bad out of a smoker from you, Derek, or GW. I would put you all right there together. I haven't had anything from GW stuff, but yeah. I'm better his, than GW. <laughs> there. His sliced brisket is to die for. GW does oh. a oh, oh. party foul. What'd you do? He's throwing food everywhere, right down on his nipple. Fell off my titty. And I'll lick that off later. That one. That one's yours. Uh, I'm, I'm good, thank you. Are you shitting me? No, I'm good. All right, fucking, I'm eating it. <laughs> I haven't eaten yet today, so this is it for me. I had a ham and turkey wrap with mustard and two and a half fucking cups of carrots because I practice what I preach. Oh, I forgot to mention intermittent fasting. Try it. It works. Okay. Look it up. In most cases, it's easier to fast when you're sleeping. There's a reason. Yes, it's easier to not eat when you're asleep. That is true. Well, so breakfast, Mm -hmm. it is literally spelled break fast. Right. You're breaking the fast when you eat something for breakfast. So. Is that really why it's named breakfast? Or are you just saying um, that? Combination of both. Fair enough. It is you 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 fast when you're sleeping. So because if you're sleeping for eight if you're getting eight hours of sleep, you're not eating obviously during that time. Right. So you're fasting for eight hours. If you can hold that off for another four hours after you sleep, or another six hours after you sleep, you're getting twelve to fourteen hours of fasting. Right. Fasting will do all kinds of different things to your body if you. If you follow it on a daily basis. So if you fast for... I'm not going to partake in the wings, just saying. Do you not like to eat things off a carcass? Yeah. Is that what it is? Right? Yeah, it really is. I know, I know someone what? who... What? Yeah. These are like the best wings I yeah, ever know. That's, that's, I'm, I'm, what I if I take about, it off the carcass for you? As long as you feed it to me like a little baby bird. <laughs> Bartos like, Shit. he will call that bluff. <laughs> no, don't do that. This is seriously no, some of the best chicken the I've ever, ever, ever had. <laughs> Shit! All right, try that. Then you, you don't—you're not touching the bone and eating it off carcass. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, so he he brines these for like four or five hours, and then smokes them. And when you order them, they flash, um, fry them real quick, mm-hmm. and the dry rub's all homemade. See what I'm doing there? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. This is this is actually not bad me. for either. 
Um, I actually have a friend who will not eat anything off of a bone. Really? He will not eat carcass. That's what he calls it. He but calls he'll, it. he'll eat other meat. He just doesn't he like will the eat steak. He, but if it has, if it's a bone in steak, he won't touch. Like it. a T-bone or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of the same way. He won't eat it, and he doesn't eat fish. I don't hmm. eat fish. Is your name Pete? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, these okay. wings. I haven't even eaten a wing, and I'm just pretty good. licking the shit off my fingers. So mm. there is a, a way to eat wings properly and a way to eat things improperly, and you're eating I've seen that improperly. on TikTok right there. Yeah, he saw it on TikTok, so I think I'm good. That, that looked way better than what I'm doing. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I will say that wings are better than drummies. All you drummy people out there can kiss my ass. <laughs> I like them both. I like them both. But. Mm. When I can tear a wing in half and have two wings instead of, <laughs> it's still, instead of one. It's still the same amount as one wing. It becomes two. Now let me show you how to eat a wing. I don't know if this will be a good one for it, but I'm going to try. Same, it's the same thing. You push down on it. Nope. Or you put it in your mouth and you just pull all the meat off. Pretty much. Half the time that doesn't work, though, for most people. There's still wings. There's still meat stuck in the middle of the bone. Just like that. But I can still eat it. <laughs> I mm. love carcass meat. <laughs> Until today, I've never met anybody or heard of anybody not eating. Right. So, like ribs, you won't eat ribs. No. Really? Yeah, my wife loves ribs though. So he'll eat a McRib though because it has no. I won't. <laughs> it has impression bones. No, I will not. <laughs> the McRib terrifies me. Fucking gross. I've never McRibs had a McRib. It yes, terrifies me. Mm. God damn it, Derek! <laughs> never ceases to amaze. So he changed up the recipe from when he had the food truck. He changed up the recipe from the ones he brought for us when he, he was on mm-hmm. the show. Exactly. He uh, brines yeah. these and then smokes them. Dude. I'm disgusted. These, <laughs> these aren't even technically fresh. No, these are. And they were still good. Mm. You want more of your own stuff? Yeah, I want a little more. What do you want? That. That right there? Yep. That's a good one. It is good. I will let you pour your own. Thank you. This cigar isn't done yet. Mm. Smoking with smoke out. This is good podcasting right here. Everybody listening while lifting weights or at the dentist or <laughs> on their drive to work just hearing us chew up meat well, and light cigars. So the, like, you know, we, we, we talked about fitness. We talked about you don't have to. Again, you don't have to limit yourself on what you're doing. Or you don't have to eliminate what you're doing. As long as you eliminate sugar and bread. Right. The other stuff you can still do. You can still do, I mean, you can you can still eat out. Just don't eliminate, <laughs> don't eat out, eat the, you know, the fast food shit. The processed food. That's my only, like, just don't have, pro- like, process is bad. Just eat real food and move. Eat real food, get outside and move, find a fitness program that'll work, lift. I'll tell you what, the best thing, and you can, you can, this is, this is an absolute fact. You don't have to do it. Lifting heavy weights. 
it does multiple things. One, it creates bone density. Okay. So just lifting heavy weights creates bone density, and which will cause you to lose weight. Two, lifting heavy weights is a full, a, a barbell movement is a full body movement. Doesn't matter if it's a clean, doesn't matter if it's a snatch, doesn't matter if it's a clean and jerk. That what about a, bench press? It's a full body movement. It's not just mm. arms. You have to engage your core, no, up your legs, yeah. your arms, your shoulders, and your back. Fair enough. Any barbell movement, if done correctly, is a full body movement. I will say I would like to have a stronger bone. I think you got some pretty strong bones. <laughs> hey, now. Might have to be. But. Hot, hot. <laughs> but any barbell movement, if done correctly, is a full body movement. Now, I will say, at the same time, you need to work on accessory movements. Squats, mobility, ankle mobility, shoulder mobility, back mobility. All that stuff needs to be worked on at the same time. Right. But that comes after. Get used to what you're doing. Learn what learn whatever it is you're doing. But mobility is a factor that you need to work on as well. So way back in the day I went to when I lived in Nashville, I went to a Gold's Gym and you know, you come into Gold's Gym, get your first free you know, your free yeah. So I did the first mem- the first session with the trainer there. And he said, what do you want to work on? I said, back, because I have scoliosis, so I wanted to build up my back a little bit. So right. it didn't hurt as much. And by the time we got done, he said, okay, I want you to do 10 push-ups. I can only get through three. He mm-hmm. had worked me out that much that I could only get through three of them. So right. I knew he was doing what he had to do. So Body weight movements, fantastic. Right. Push-ups, pull-ups, squats, burpees. Start with that. Doesn't yeah, that's matter. free. You can that's, do that, that at home. That shit's free mm-hmm. for the most part. I mean, if you don't have a place to do pull-ups, you got to play. You got to you got to buy a pull-up bar. But for the most part, all of that shit's free. Body weight movement is free, and it is by far better cardio-wise than lifting weights because it's how hard you're going to push yourself. Right. You have to fight through that. Like on, I hate burpees, but I will go to a super dark place. To do burpees. To do burpees. Yeah, I hate burpees too. I hate burpees. I ha- I actually hate rowing. I hate burpees, I hate but cardio machines. You know what I loved in Krav was sprawling. When somebody goes for like a single or double leg takedown, you sprawl, you jump back up to fight. That's the same technically as burpees, right? Kind but of. if I'm just doing burp, it, yeah, kind of. You're right. I mean, you may end up on the floor for a minute and a half if you get caught. Yes, if you get caught, <laughs> but you still got to get up. Even practicing sprawling, when we used to just teach it, yeah, it was like fun to me. But then they're like, you got to do so many burpees or, so, you know. A burpee is falling down and getting up. That's the yeah. quintessential. It's not a fall down, do a push-up, jump up, jump up in the air, clap your hands overhead. A burpee is falling down and getting up. It doesn't matter if you fall down forward or backward. A burpee is falling down and getting up. Break falls. That's it. You do a break fall. You can fall down, catch yourself. You can You can literally go down to one knee, lay on the floor, get up is falling down and getting up it's just that's all it is yeah i mean in the in the end of all this it just comes down to doing it just gotta you do gotta it. just you gotta start whether you start at home or walk around the block or you join a gym yeah getting off the couch is the hardest part yep stand up go outside go to I'll tell my you cousin what. just lost 100 pounds recently didn't tell anybody didn't make a big fuss about it like he you know in the past um we all did this fitness challenge. Uh, we were in a group, 
but what he did was his, his youngest uh, sibling, his sister, had a kid. And he lives in Westerville. She lives around um, London. Not quite towards London, but out that way. So he found a gym halfway between. And he knows once a week he's going to see his nephew. Maybe two times a week. Maybe three times a week. But every time he goes see his nephew, he knows he's stopping at that gym. Because right. he's already out of the house. And he just started by walking a mile. Then two miles. Then three miles. Then three miles at, you know, uh, three mile per hour. You know, he just upped it. And he lost 100 pounds just doing that. Yeah. And, like, we all we had a poker night a few months ago. And we'd always get together. People would either bring food or we'll order pizza or whatever because we're playing poker for five or six hours into the middle of the night. And somebody ordered pizza. He door dashed Chipotle. And that is one of the it's hardest just, things. Yeah, it, being around others. That, being a, so, because right. when I did when when I did the the paleo thing, whatever, however many years ago that was, at work we would have work meetings once a week, and they'd order pizza. I'm like, I'm not having the pizza. They're like, you're not having the pizza. I'm like, nope. I'll have some of the salad. Good to go. Fine. They're like, well, then they realize that, oh, he's not eating pizza at all. Like, he's not doing... And then two months later, it was like, I shaved. Because I had a huge beard at that time. Like, I, usually if I go on a huge weight loss thing, I just grow out a beard. Because then no one can tell that you're actually losing weight. Right. Because the first thing to go is your face. So, after I shaved, they're like, holy shit. I'm like, yeah. That's why I wasn't eating pizza. I dropped 40 pounds in two months. They're like, we didn't even know. I'm like, well, I wasn't, it wasn't for you to know. Yeah, it's not for you. You're it's doing for it for yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's not for you guys. It's for me. And that's when it works. And that it has to be for you, yeah. whoever you is. So, welcome to the Bookcorn Podcast, your fitness podcast. We know that's why you come here. I mean, that's no, to- no topic. I was gonna say that's what I love about right. our show because we can talk fitness, we can talk food, <laughs> we can talk bourbon, whiskey, cigars, racing. That's what I love about our show. I'm thinking we may even do an October. Sober October challenge. I may take a, a leaf right out of Rogan's book. He says he hated the year that they did the fitness challenge. Okay. Because. It was him and a bunch of other like, comedians. It was him, Burt Kreischer, yeah. um, Ari Shafir. Segura. And Tom Segura. Yeah. It's the, it was the, the four of them. But they're all so fucking pig-headed about shit that they will go to the extreme in their own ways to win. Like, I think, I think, I actually, I think Ari is the one who ended up winning. Or it was Ari or Bert. Bert didn't do shit until the last, like, two weeks of the challenge. And he's running marathons. Never run a marathon. Just started running marathons and lost a fuckload of weight. Same thing with Ari. Ari's like, yeah, fuck it. You know, and Ari doesn't need to lose weight. He's already, like, super slim Jewish asshole that tweets when celebrities die that they died and then did it too soon. Um, or makes fun of the fact that they died, and that was just his, that's just his thing. But um, that's all their things. Well, it's like Segura said: when a tragedy happens, real comedians already have a joke in their head immediately. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's like nine eleven happens because they were talking about um, Michael God, Richards. Oh, yeah, Michael Richards, and and some of the others that have had faux pas behind the mic. And he's like, these people don't understand. They say too soon, but as soon as 9-11 happened, Gilford Godfrey I had on jokes. Right. that week. Yeah, that's the other one they mentioned. Right. They're like, as soon as a school shooting happens, like we have jokes. 
That's what we. That's how our mind works, and I get that because that's what's gotten me. <laughs> that's what gets me to the point now where I see a Facebook memory and I click on it and I see myself replying, but no other comments because people have unfriended me over the years because <laughs> of what I've said or done. They're like, oh, too far. I'm like, that's the way my mind works, you know. Take it or leave it. Right. At this point, I'm like, once I heard that, it kind of made me go, that makes sense to me. Yeah. That's how my mind works. When I make a crass joke and people are like, oh, hey, that's, you know, that's the way my mind works. I, I don't, well, it's like a couple weeks ago we were recording, we were done recording. I said something, Martell laughed, and he's like, we're not recording anymore, by the way. And I said, I no. I said that because that's what popped in my head. It's, it's, I'm not, I don't turn it on when the mics come right, on. Right, it's always on. Well, no, I was more disappointed that we weren't recording. Oh, right. <laughs> we missed it. That we missed it. <laughs> yeah, so it, it, it's just like. Those guys understand who they are, yeah. and they're comfortable with it. And that's where I've gotten over the years is I try to be respectful about certain things, but I'll be lying if I don't send certain texts or messages to certain people that are making light of serious situations immediately. I sent out, and I don't remember everybody I sent it to, because I, I, there's a, just a, a bunch of people. I'll just be like, tick, 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 and I'll send stuff to like, whatever from Instagram. I just, and I send them off. And one of them was, it was a gentleman who was, it was a black guy. He was like, tell me you're white without telling me you're white. <laughs> and a white dude walks through the front door, and he's like, I got you. Daddy's home. <laughs> See, right? I saw then, one where a guy went, I'm yeah. here with the milk. <laughs> and, well, and it was just like. That then it like switched to another black woman. She's like, "Oh my god, did he just really?" Yeah. And I'm like, "That's fucking hilarious." Like, yeah. I don't care. What's well, like, where, like if someone said, "Tell me your wife without telling," my reaction before I even saw the dude walk through the front door was to go try to do a remix of that Instagram post, put it on the Buckhorn podcast, and get a heaping spoon of mayonnaise. <laughs> just eat it, and just be like, "Big," because. <laughs> The stereotype is white people love mayonnaise. Yeah, I was just gonna get this heaping spoon of mayonnaise. I don't see my really first like thing. I thought you were gonna say was that you jump in the pool and swim. Well, there's that joke. Wow. See, but I mean, see, that's the way my mind works. As soon yeah. as he said he thought of something, I'm going. He's got a pool. It's a swimming joke. <laughs> it's a swimming joke. One of my favorite um, videos of all time was this white dude getting chased by like eight black guys yelling at him. He's full sprint, runs behind the house, jumps in the pool, and gets in the middle, and they're all on the fringe yelling at him like they won't get in the water. <laughs> But, but that's, that's you know that's that's where my mind goes. But it's kind of like GW said once. It's we use laughter to cope with the hard shit, right? Right. It's like, and I believe I've told the story in there before. But when he had medical issues years ago, there were three things that could be: one being Lou Gehrig's disease. And I'm at his house. He, they're telling us this. Him and Krista, the kids are older and gone or whatever. And I said, hey, if. Uh, if it is Lou Gehrig's disease, can I buy you a Lou Gehrig's jersey? I was going to eat that, goddammit. What was it? It was a piece of chicken. <laughs> There's a whole drummy in there for you. I don't care. It was on the deck. It was deck chicken. <laughs> deck chicken. <laughs> deck cock. I, uh, but I eat it, shit off the floor all the time. But he kind of laughed. And Diesel's I, not here to do it for you. So right. well, he's not, well, that's how. That's why I don't get sick. Right. Because I eat shit off the I, I will literally eat something on the floor. That's yeah, Judd dropped food on the floor. A year ago, he's like two and a half or something. He's like, he looked at me. And I said, "Eat it." Okay. Ever now, 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 ever since he dropped something, he's like, "Ah, still good." Yeah. But uh, I told you, Sorry to break your heart there. That's fine. I said, Debbie Downer. I said, "Can I get you, Lou Gehrig?" Never coming back on the show again. Jersey. It's, it's probably good. He's two hours away. Right. And uh, I'd make the trip next weekend. He kind of he kind of laughed, 
And then uh, we're playing Halo. So about 30 seconds later, I, I got, again, my mind just works the way it does. I went, well, I guess if it is Lou Gehrig's, I just have to wait long enough and put it on you. You can't really take it off. <laughs> and he lost it. And him and I are just dying. And when Krista and Beth came out from the kitchen, that's what was so funny. Once, you know, he's like, don't tell Krista, don't tell her. Right. Because my aunt, you know, that's her her husband she, who she has chosen to spend her life with. It's a very serious issue. And once I finally told her, <laughs> she was, was not fine. happy. But it's like, that's the way I deal with things. Right. Kind of like in the thread, you're like always making jokes. It's like, yeah, that's just the way my mind works, though. I it's can't a defense not. mechanism. It right. is. 100%. Yeah, I know. 100%. I know. And that's what all those comedians talk about, especially when you watch her like off the air stuff. Like, yeah, this is how I deal with shit. It's like, I, I just, I have to cope with it all the right. way I cope with it. That scar's done. You know what else is done? This show. This show. So, it was Corey, a good one. thanks for making the drive out here. No problem. For nice real, man. Anytime. Yeah. And thank you for the gifts. Thank that you is... more than anything. I mean, yeah. the gifts, yes, thank you. But thank you for listening all these years. No yeah. problem. It is. Like I was telling. It is a pleasure. Telling him earlier, it's like destination listening for me. So, Tuesday comes up. Hey, I know there's going to be an episode out. Sometimes. So, yeah. Sometimes I miss it. Sometimes it comes out on Wednesday. Yep. Most Tuesdays. But most Tuesdays. Right now, so I've got, we've got three shows that I haven't, I have three shows. Three? Three shows. I thought we had two before today. Well, no, we had three before today. Because we have the show coming out on Tuesday, the Tuesday after, and the Tuesday after that. Oh, so we're way ahead now. Oh, yeah. We're five shows deep. Mm. So it's like being a knuckle deep. <clears throat> five knuckle deep punch. But, um, yeah, we have... Because I, d- I double-checked to make sure that I had everything off of the recorder before I formatted the recorder. Um, so we've got episode 218, 219, 220, and then we just did 221 and 222. So for those of you listening to this show... This will be 222. You've already heard the other shows, hopefully. Well, well I, ha- I have. Yeah, Corey has. <laughs> yeah. Joe has. Yeah. Mike McLaren has. If you haven't... Oh, Mike's got me three bottles of Virgil Cane ginger. Yes, he does. You know what? How many bottles do you have of ginger? Three. Any open? You're three. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, all right, I'm well. I'm going to see Mike and be like, Randy said to give me his bottles. So he'll pay you back. <laughs> yeah, he'll pay him for, <laughs> hit him up for Venmo. Uh, do you have any open, though? I do. He needs to try. I'm going to send him home with some. Well, I was going to say he needs a, a Manhattan. I don't want to make him an old fat. He has a, he, we've had. Fair enough. So much at this point already. Fair enough. As far as. But I'd leave that up to him. But I don't want to send him home. Well, no, you don't want him driving drunk. Right. I we don't advocate that. driving and drinking. I will take that home with me, though. But We don't advocate driving and drinking. I can make a, an old-fashioned and send him home with it, though. That's up to you. But I don't have any tangerines. Aww. I don't have cuties to, to make a proper one. Womp, womp. Well, next time you're down. Yep. So. I All mean, right. as far as I'm concerned, you can come down whenever. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Insta, Google, Twitch, Instagram. Corey, your Instagram handle? Allender63. There you go. Uh, Corey does fantastic 3D printing, so he'll charge you for it. Reach out to him. Allender um, is spelled, sorry. A-L-L-I-N-D-E-R. There, there you go. go. <laughs> and uh, if Corey decides he wants to do something for you at a price, just reach out to him. Let him know what the project is, and he'll tell you to fuck off. Um, or he'll tell you that he'll be more than glad to do it. And then he'll ship it to you at a reasonable cost above shipping. Carrier pigeon. 
handle it. Okay. He'll send it via smoke signals. A European <laughs> swallow or an American swallow? All right. I'm Martel for Randy and Corey. We're out. Peace. Peace. Stay salty. <laughs>